to bring the word of God. And the reason why I'm so fired up is because the enemy has been attacking. He's been attacking uh, uh, me personally. He's been coming against me on a personal level. Anytime the enemy begins to attack me personally, I know it's because he's trying to hinder something God wants me to accomplish publicly. Amen. And so I'm fired up today for what I know the Lord is going to do in this house. Amen. See, the the devil had to figure out at some point there's certain folk you don't want to pick a fight with. Come on, glory be to God. There's certain folk. Amen. Anybody that's been out on Facebook noticed that I begin to release a lot of posts about warring. And the reason being was because of the personal attacks that were hitting me. Amen. And then the Lord inspiring me with a word to cut down the enemy. Amen. But the enemy messed up today. Amen. Because he messed with me at the wrong time. Amen. Look, look, we we were literally on on Thursday night. We're planning a deliverance service with my good friend and brother in his his cure revival on February 2nd. A mass deliverance service. And he asked me to go online with him. And kind of with a group of others that are going to help in the mass deliverance and to um, um, to explain, you know, what deliverance is because deliverance is so alien in our. I know y'all come in here and like, man, folk get delivered. But honestly, in our area, that's alien. Most folk don't believe in it. They scared of it. They think you got the cooties. They have all these wrong ideologies about deliverance and and demonic attack and demonic oppression that you all come to a a commonality with because this house is a house that releases deliverance and so we're doing that and after we finish you know one of the brothers said you know what you know the enemy is going to attack us because the enemy wants to keep this region closed off from deliverance he wants to isolate deliverance so I went to bed that night Thursday night, I kept that in my spirit and prayed about it, went to bed that night. I got woke up between 3 and 4 in the morning with extreme back pain. I'm talking about extreme, not a little bit. I'm talking about ouching and, and hitting high notes to sit down and get up. Waking my wife up, getting out to bed. She's like, you okay? I'm out. Oh, oh. You know, it, it, I mean, just extreme back pain. And so got up like I always do, went to prayer was on my way um, home to get ready on this was Friday night and I got a call from an individual that stands in the gap personally in intercession for me he said he didn't know anything about what had happened with my back he said look the Lord I want to call you and tell you something the Lord woke me up I had a vision between three and four in the morning now he don't know between three and four in the morning my back began to hurt he said in that vision somebody was working witchcraft against you They had a piece of wood and they were carving in the wood and as they carved in the wood, the wood was bleeding. Amen. Um, And he said they they were pretending to pray but they were actually releasing a curse. Amen. Now he has no idea between three and four that pain is shooting in my back and it all makes sense. And I said, I understand at that point, all right, the enemy starting something. Glory be to God. And so, man, look here. In spite of it all, The pain hasn't subsided. It's still there. Bless the Lord. My wife goes straight into first aid. You know what I'm saying? I get home. She got electric shock treatments. She's shooting electric up. She's sticking stuff on my back, shooting electric through it. Icy hot. Take this. 
chew this. This is in, for inflammatory. I'm taking about five different things. You know what I'm saying? Bless the Lord. But, but, but to say it all, the enemy didn't want me to be here today. He didn't want me to be here today. Not at all. Bless the Lord. And so look here, whatever we got to do, we're in the house today and we're going to see what thus saith the Lord. Come on, can somebody get excited about that? Don't you let the devil stop you from what God has called you to. I, got, I might be a little stiff, but I can still preach. And don't underestimate the fact that we got a real enemy that's really opposing us when we begin to grab a hold of the kingdom. Amen. Listen, if you could, I'm excited about this word today. I believe it's going to help somebody. Matthew chapter 12 is where I'm going to go. Matthew chapter 12, verse number 28. Today, I'm going to talk about the strong man. Amen. I want to teach you on the strong man and I want to break its grips off of the people of God. Hallelujah. I, I want, I, we're going to strip the strong man today and spoil his goods. Hallelujah. We're going to strip the strong man and spoil his goods. Hallelujah. And so we're going to go to Matthew chapter 28, chapter uh, 28, verse number 28. It says here in Matthew 12, verse 28. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Verse 29, or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house? Everybody say strong man's house. And spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. Everybody say spoil his house. He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Look at your neighbor tell your neighbor we're stripping the strong man. Somebody else will tell him we're stripping the strong man. Look at one more individual and tell him we're stripping the strong man. Father, we bless you and we thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus for the power of God on the preaching and for the demonstration of the spirit to bear witness of the words. We thank you that your kingdom come and your will be done, be released in this atmosphere. Let it bear the fruit of its intended proclamation in this place on today. Lord God, let the spirit of God rest on your people. Let the spirit of righteousness and victory be released into our lives. As the word goes forth, let it be mixed with faith in them that hear it. That we may leave profiting. We bless you and give you the glory, the honor, and the praise right now in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the house of God. Now, the first thing that I want to say, even before I get into the teaching, that I need you to understand, and I want to teach today, and I promise this will help you if you could just hear me. Amen. Don't, please don't be distracted. Try to stay locked in um, with me today. The first thing that I want to say, even as I deal with the strong man, is the strong man is more of a defensive demonic entity. The, the strong man is a defensive demonic entity. It defends what the devil has already done to us. 
Y'all follow what I'm saying? I'm going to say that again. The strong man is a defensive entity. It, it's not so much of something that does something new to us, but make sure what's already done to us remain, the result of it remains. Amen. So that's why it's so hard after somebody hurts us to forgive them. We, that's why people go back time and time again. They try to forgive and can't forgive. Why? The strong man. The strong man defends what the devil's done to them and won't let them forgive. Everybody follow what I'm saying now? Amen. Everybody follow what I'm saying? And so, so that, that's why people try to quit things. Amen. And they quit a thousand times. That got, the enemy got them addicted to nicotine, addicted to alcohol, addicted to marijuana. And no matter how many times they stop, at this point, they don't want to do it no more, but they continue to do it. Why? Because of the strong man defends what the devil's done to them. Amen. There's some people that don't want to be depressed anymore. Amen. The, the trauma that brought them into the original depression has long gone. They are beyond that. They're years beyond that, yet they find themselves falling back into depression in spite of the fact that they don't want to be depressed no more. Why? The strong man is defending what was already done to them by the devil. It is a defensive demon. It defends the results of what Satan has already already released upon somebody to keep them in the same condition everybody follow what I'm saying when we can't when we're stuck we're dealing with a strong man when we can't change we're dealing with a strong man amen when we can't move on I just can't forget about what they've done we're dealing with a strong man but we're gonna go after today. everybody follow what I'm saying amen let's take it a step further but I wanted to say that first because we're not fighting. The strong man ain't trying to hurt you with something new. Strong man is trying to keep you hurt with something old. Amen. He defends stuff. Right. So Matthew chapter 12, verse number 28. Um, I'm going to read it again. And I'm going to try to teach this and not preach. I'm trying not to get excited. Hallelujah. Now, y'all keep doing that. I'm going to get excited. <laughs> but if I cast out, listen to what he says in Matthew 12, verse 28. He says, but if I cast out devils by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. The first thing I want you to notice is if demons are coming out of people, what is the evidence that's present? The kingdom is here. We're seeing deliverance because the kingdom of God is here amen that's we, we could teach that another day because the kingdom will only will not share space with another kingdom the reason why demons are cast out when the kingdom comes is because the kingdom doesn't compromise the kingdom says there's only going to be one spirit in control so it begins to cast out every other spirit besides the holy spirit amen that's another Teaching for another day. Never believe the kingdom is somewhere that's sharing space with another spirit. The kingdom don't operate like that. Right? Verse number 29. Now watch me. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man? The Lord is speaking on deliverance. That's what he's talking about with the religious leaders. 
He's talking to them concerning deliverance. He's speaking on freeing people of bondages and addictions and cycles and sins and oppressions that have been caused by demons or evil spirits. He's speaking of freeing them of those bondages, those addictions and those cycles through now removing the demonic force that is applying the power to keep them in that condition. Everybody follow what I'm saying? Now, now because his deliverance ministry is so powerful, the religious leaders of his day get jealous and begin to accuse him of using demonic power to release deliverance. He said, you by Beelzebub cast out devils. Glory be to God. They accuse him because they are jealous of the power that he operates in. So, so what Jesus does is, he gives them an explanation of how he's ministering deliverance into the lives of so many people. That's what we just read. We read his explanation of how he is ministering deliverance. Amen? Everybody following what I'm saying? So, so he says this, no, 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 no. I'm not doing it by Beelzebub, the prince of devils. He says in verse 29, but if I cast out devils, by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come upon you. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his good, except he first bind, tie up, fasten the strong man? Now, this ought to be a reason for you to shout. And I'm going to tell you why in just one minute. He literally equates casting out devils to binding a strong man. He equates ministering deliverance to binding a strong man. You should shout right there. Don't dare miss that revelation. Demons of depression are no stronger than a man. Demons of addiction, y'all miss it, are no stronger than a man. Demons of anxiety are no stronger than a strong man. He equates demonic oppression to a strong man because demons are no stronger than a strong man. But God is not a man. Y'all miss what I said. But God is not a man. And the weakness of God is stronger than man. The first thing God is trying to help them understand is stop giving the devil more power than he actually has glory be to God stop stop giving your struggle more strength than it has it's just so hard to quit it's just so hard to stop it's just so much pressure around me and God looks at him and says that ain't nothing but a strong man don't ever tell your neighbor that depression ain't nothing but a strong man And I call on a God that's not a man. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That anxiety ain't nothing but a strong man. And I call on a God that's not a man. That stress ain't nothing but a strong man. And I call on a God that's not a man. That pain ain't that church hurt ain't nothing but a strong man. And I call on a God that's greater than a man. Stop giving your hurt more power than it has. It's nothing bigger than a man going to the gym.
ain't intimidated by your creatine and protein. You still a man. And ain't no man unbeatable. I don't care how strong they are. Ain't no man unbeatable. I just glory be to God. Iron Mike Tyson, you couldn't tell me when I was growing up that Iron Mike Tyson was unbeatable. I knew he was unbeatable. This joker crazy. He don't even wear socks in the ring. He ain't got no robe. He just rip a towel up and put it over his head. He walk around the he walk around the ring and you can see Joker shaking before he the bell even rings. He's knocking people out by the wind of his fist. He is unbeatable. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. But he messed around and ran into somebody called Holyfield. I want to talk. I wish I could preach up in here. Glory be to God. I don't care how strong that man is. There is a God that is holy. Y'all missed what I just said. There is a God that is holy. There is a God that is stronger. There is a God that's eternal. I'm saying all that to say you can beat it. You can beat the cycle. You can beat the addiction. You can beat the emotions. You can beat the issue. You can beat the struggle. It's not stronger than a man. Look at David tell you, David, it's just a man. But you don't know how it hurt me. Look back at him and say, it's just a man. But you don't know how many times I tried to quit. Look back at him and say, it's just a man. But if you would have been there when I was being there, look back at him and say, it's just a man. God first delivers us by helping us understand demons to him are no stronger than a strong man. Somebody shout, I can beat it. If you're really crazy, somebody shout, I'm going to beat it. Today. Y'all crazy. Oh, y'all crazy. Y'all some, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all some believers up in here. I'm going to beat it today. Ain't no man going to intimidate me that much. Man bleed just like me. Hallelujah. So he, now, don't get me wrong, demons aren't men. He's not saying that. But their strength is no stronger than a strong man. Y'all following what I'm saying? All right, Matthew chapter 12, verse 29. Can I go a step further? Or else, now, we're talking about how we defeat strong men. First of all, we defeat the demonic, we defeat strong men by recognizing they're no stronger than a man, and we serve a God that's not man. Who's, who, the God whose weakness is stronger than man. Amen. In my weakness, his strength is made perfect. Thou, uh, th thou hath ordained strength from babes and sucklings. Our strength does not come from our work. Our strength comes from our worship. That's why we're trying to get you in worship weight. That's why we're trying to work you out in worship. That's where your strength comes. I'm going to show it to you in a minute. Matthew chapter 12, verse 29. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house, watch this, and spoil his goods, watch this, 
except he first do what? Bind the strong man. He says here, and if you look at this, now before I jump into this, let me say this first. If the attack of the enemy and the weapons of the enemy are no stronger than a man, why can't I win? Why do why does it keep defeating me? Why does the cycle keep defeating me? Why does the addiction keep defeating me? Why does the emotion keep defeating me? Why does the thought keep defeating me if that, that whatever's fighting me is no stronger than a strong man? Why does it seem so undefeatable? Why do I keep on losing a fight with something that's not stronger than a man? Somebody needs to ask this that question up in here. Why am I losing to something that's not a strong Stronger than a, just as strong as a man. Why? Uh, here it is. Here it is in this statement. Follow me. Or else how can one enter? Follow this now. You're going to catch it if you're listening. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? The reason why it's such a fight is because he places our goods in his house. I'm going to say that again. You gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll work it, but I need you to get that first. The reason why it's so difficult is because he places our goods in his house. He's talking about a devil, so the devil ain't got no goods. There is none good but God. Amen? So he places our goods in his house. The reason why it's such a fight is because he places our goods in his house. He steals our goods and places them in his home. He has control over our good. That's why it don't stay good long. That's why we don't have peace long. That's why. Because our good is in his. That's why we don't have victory long. That's why it never lasts. Because our good, all the good God gave us, is in his residence. What happens? Can I preach? What happens when you have your peace in his house? It's your peace, but it's in his house. That means he has control over what causes you to experience any type of peace. He controls what gives you peace. So that's why you turn the weed. Because he's in control of what gives you peace. That's why you turn to alcohol. That's why you turn to sex. That's why you turn to cigarettes. That's why you turn to carnal stuff. That's why you turn to eating and watching movies to feel peace because he's the one who has your peace in his house. He's not that strong, but ain't nobody going to let you walk in their house. The 
only way I get victory over that strong man is to get my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your neighbor, I'm about to get some stuff out of his house. He ain't got no business with my refrigerator. He ain't got no business with my couch. He ain't got glory be to God. He about to come up off my stuff. He ain't buy that. The blood bought that. Why is what the blood bought in his house? What happens when your victory is in his house? He'll make sure he has control over where and how you experience victory. Because your goods called victory is in his house. So when you're in church, you feel like hearing God. When you're in church, you feel like praying. When you're in church, you feel like praising. And he said, that's okay. I'll let you have that victory at church. But when you get home, all you do is watch TV, sit on the couch. There is no want to pray. There is no want to praise. There is no desire to read the Bible. Come on, I know I'm preaching up in here. Why? Because your victory, your consecration, your devotion, that good is in his house. And he said, I don't care how much you praise for two hours, but you keep your mouth shut at home and watch CSI. Y'all quiet up in here. That's because your good is in his house. So let me make you churchy, but not powerful. Your highest shout should be in your living room. Sometimes I shout in the living room just to let the devil know my shout ain't in your house. Sometimes I praise while I'm washing dishes just to let the devil know my praise ain't in your house. Somebody died to give me that praise. The blood paid for my praise. The blood paid for my shout. The blood paid for my hunger. The blood paid for my obedience. Give me what belongs to me back. That don't belong in your house. The warfare is to get your goods out of his house. He's not that strong. He just has your stuff. What? In his house. Now watch this. Can I take it a step further? Are y'all still with me? I, man, I'm telling you right now, I don't want none of my goods in this house. I don't want none of my, did y'all hear what I just said? Glory be to God. That's why there'll always be a praise when I come in here. Because my praise ain't in this house. I was praising them before they said lights, camera, and action. I was praying before they said lights, camera, and action. I've been here for a while doing this. And I'm not going, I hope you, I, I hope not to flatter you to make you believe I'm doing it to impress you. Because I did it longer without you here. Because my good ain't in his house. Some of y'all don't get with the glory because you actually think I'm up here trying to get you to participate. I'm trying to get you free. We was already doing this. Watch this. Come on, y'all still following me? 
Matthew chapter 12, verse 29. Watch this. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man? Our problem is we're trying to get our goods off of the strong, out of the strong man's house without binding the strong man. So every time we go to get our good, watch this, we come under attack because we're in somebody else's house trying to get our stuff. He can treat us like a thief because we ain't. The strong man, hear me, I'm going to take it a step further. The strong man is assigned to our yes to God. Every time you give God a yes, the strong man gets an assignment. Do y'all hear what I said? And I don't want that. I need that to resonate. The strong man is assigned to our yes to God. Every time we give God yes, the strong man springs into action. His assignment is to get us to cancel our yes to God. We say Yes to a prayer life. Let's just give an example. We say yes to a prayer life. Glory to God. This is the bowl of prayer. And it's right here. And I say yes to a prayer life. That's my goods. Jesus died that I could pray without ceasing. Jesus died that my prayers would have influence in in this realm, Jesus died so I could pray and shift stuff. But I say yes to a prayer life. I'm going to start praying. I'm going to start giving my life to prayer. Amen. But when I say yes to prayer, that thing called prayer is a good in his house. And so now when I say yes to go get my prayer life, which is, which is now in that bowl, the strong man rises up. Come on, strong man. Come strong man me. Strong army. Take it easy. So as I begin to go after prayer, the enemy wasn't attacking me. He wasn't studying me. He was sitting over there chilling. The strong, because the strong man ain't trying to start nothing new. He's just trying to make sure you stay in your old. But the moment you say you're going to do something new, then the strong man gets up to defend what the devil took from you called prayer. So the moment you begin to start trying to pray, attacks begin to happen. Your family starts flipping. Your finances get crazy. Situations rise out of nowhere. People start flipping on you. Your emotions start acting crazy. And all he wants you to do is forget about your yes and deal with your mess. So what he then does, what I do is I turn around and I stop going after the yes I gave. God, he sits back down. He won't attack me no more. The attack stops when I cancel the yes to keep me in a place called no. So, so it actually gets better when the strong man beats you. That's why there's some folks at home now. Because when they started going to church, the strong man came. And the moment they started to get back on Facebook, he sat down to keep them in the place that they were. The whole point is to cancel your yes. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, this yes will not be canceled. 
attack until you said yes. And the moment you forget about that yes, he sits down and says, stay right there. I ain't going to do nothing until you try to go after prayer again. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying up in here. That's why it's cool right now. That's why it ain't too bad. That's why things balanced out because you ain't in place. That's why you got peace because you ain't on the wall. That's why the fight ain't so hard because you ain't a threat. Oh, I wish I could get an amen up in here. I'm telling you, if you're going to say yes, put on your boxing gloves. If you're going to say yes, pull out your sword. If you're going to say yes, get ready to kick some stuff. If you're going to say yes, get ready to stomp some stuff. If you're going to say yes, get ready to bind some stuff. You're going to have to fight to finish that yes. God, I heard that all up in my gut. The moment you say yes to coming to church, come on. The moment you say yes to obeying God, the moment you say yes, I'm going to start following his word and I'm going to start following God. I'm going to go get my goods. Those goods are in his house. And the moment I say yes to that, the strong man gets back. He wasn't doing, he saying nothing. So, oh, oh, he getting close. Come on. The strong man comes. And he actually looked like that too. He's laughing because he know he's about to send us back. For most people, it don't take but two days. Look, they'll, make, they'll give a yes on Sunday and be back at no by Wednesday. It don't take long for most folk because folk ain't equipped to face the strong man. They don't know what's happening. When I got saved, all hell broke loose. When I just chilled, everything stopped. Maybe God don't want me to do it like everybody else in church. called the work of the strong man. I know you feel better because the strong man saying stay right where you are and you ain't got to worry about me but if you get up I'm coming. If you say yes I'm coming. If you surrender I'm coming. If you say you're going to obey God I'm coming. Strong men are defensive demons. They defend what the devil has already done to you. And you'll always feel better when you renege on your yes. Their whole purpose. God, I thank you for the Holy Ghost. I thank you for the Holy Ghost. I promise you, I ain't read this in no book. I ain't read up on the strong man. I ain't Google strong man. None of that. This was a download from the Holy Ghost. This happened through prayer, through saying yes and having to fight for it, through getting hit and having to fight for it, through being attacked and keep on going. Some of you actually things got better, but you're actually worse. You are nowhere where you're supposed to be. You're not in position. You're not under authority. You're not in alignment. You're not accountable. But things are better. 
Now, you try to say yes to being accountable. You try to say yes to getting back in position. You already know what's going to happen. You're going to have to get past that strong man. Get past that strong man. So, so now, somebody shout, I'm getting my stuff. Somebody shout, yes. And then shout, what you going to do about it? Boy, look here, some crazy folk up there. Boy, these some folk that are right here. I dare you to shout, yes. And I dare you to declare, devil, what you going to do about it? Come on, I, I want somebody to poke your chest out, lift your hands up, stand to your feet. Come on, serve the devil. Notice that he will not turn you back from what God purchased on your behalf. If it ain't your his, it don't belong in his house. Look at everybody tell your neighbor, yes. And, the, and whatever the devil do, it will not work. Come on, somebody praise God in this room. Somebody bless God in this room. Somebody magnify God in this place. Glory to the name of Jesus. Everybody have a seat for one minute. I'm almost done. It won't work. It won't work. It won't work. Hallelujah. God says we must first bind up the strong man. To bind means to tie, to fasten, to place in chains. We must first bind the strong man. We must first tie up the strong man, fasten the strong man, place him in chains. Amen? If we're going to say yes to God and not cancel that yes, then we must bind the strong man when we say yes, everybody follow me. There is a basic means to bind the strong man that I'm going to go over first. There is a basic way that we bind the strong man on a daily basis. Why do we need to bind him on a daily basis? Because we tie him, we don't kill him. You might have tied him on Monday, but he got back loose by Wednesday. So that's why you got to continue to... Bind the strong man because you can't kill him. You can only tie him up. He might get loose. Anybody ever tied up the devil and he got loose? All you got to do is remember that time when you gave it to God and it got better for a while. But then all of a sudden everything came avalanching back. Why? Because he tied up but he got loose. Watch this now. It says, there's a basic means to bind the strong man. I'm going to show it to you in Luke chapter 11 verse 22. Let's go there. Glory to God. Some of you don't praise God no more because the way the strong man hit you in the mouth when you did. Be right in the mouth. The same mouth you said thank you, he hit you in. So you just decide during that time of service, they're just being extra. They're just being emotional. Because I done did that and I got slapped in the mouth for it. It don't work. That's the strong man keeping you in your place. 
Hello? Watch this. There is a basic means to bind the strong man. Luke chapter 11, verse 22. And, and Luke hits on the strong man too, but he hits from a different perspective. It says, but when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divideth. What? We bind the strong man by getting him who is stronger to come. I wish I could talk up in here. He said, but when he that is stronger shall come. Y'all should be shouting right now. Because look, if I'm going to get, who is the he that is stronger? That, that sounds like Jesus to me. That sounds like the king to me. And how do I get the king in the room? I praise him. Oh, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. He comes when I praise him and so when the strong man comes come on strong man come on strong man come on come on come on come on while the strong man is fighting me i figured out i'm facing a strong man i'm trying to give god my yes and every time i try to show up for church i'm getting fought my children are having sicknesses my body is being racked some of you are being attacked by sickness to keep you from your yes now this right here is a strong man and my answer ain't to beat him. my answer is to call on the one who already did father in the name of jesus i bless you and give you the glory the honor and the praise you are good your mercy is everlasting your truth and while i'm praising him he that is stronger than him begins to bind him grab his arm and his legs. Come on, grab him. Begin to, yeah, yeah, you confiscate him. And while I'm praising him, he's confiscating him. And I can just praise my way to what I said yes to. Come on, he'll keep him bound. He'll keep him occupied until I can get off with my goods. Glory, I'm going to praise him out the front door of the devil's house. I'm going to take back what the devil stole from me. I'm going to get it back while I praise God. I shall look at God I got my obedience look at God I got my deliverance look at God I got my breakthrough look at God while I praise he that is stronger begins to bind the strong man that's why it's so important to understand that praise is not a part of church trying to get people excited. I shut that devil up in your ear. That's a lie. Praise ain't something to try to get us emotionally hyped and excited. Praise is how the stronger one shows up. I dare you to loose your praise right now. Everything that tried to shut you up, shut it down. I dare you to open your mouth right now. I dare you to give God some praise. I dare you to bless his name. I dare you to lift him up. Watch the stronger one show up. 
This is the key. Y'all stay here. This is the key. We don't just praise him. We, how's the, what, what's the best way I can say? We must praise him through the process. We must see our problem is we want to praise him up front and then do what we're doing. But we got to praise him at the beginning and praise him through the process of what we're trying to possess. So I don't praise him before I go to work. I praise him the whole time I'm working. Why? Because if I'm praising him while I'm working, the, the, the stronger one is tying up the devil that wants to discourage me, that wants to get me to complain, that wants to get me to give up, that wants to get me to feel like I'm tired and I ain't going to have nothing left at the end of the day. I praise him through the process. I praise him all day long. I praise him in the bathroom. I praise him on my lunch break. I praise him when I clock in. I praise him when I clock out. Because I got to keep that demon tied up. If you're in business for yourself and you rely on commissions, you better learn what I'm saying. You better keep broke tied up. You better keep no sales tied up. You better keep no favor tied up. Praise him. You wonder why you're fighting what you're fighting because the strong man has permission to fight you. So I praise him through the process. I don't just praise him in the morning at home. I praise him the whole day I'm home. God is about to shift the dimension of your devotion. He's about to give you a grace to stay free. Do you understand how many strong men are mad because you won't stop blessing God? I can't show up and bind them when the stronger one is always with them because they won't shut their mouth. People always wonder, how do you stay so consistent? No, 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 no. I, it's not me staying consistent. It's the God that's always consistent as long as we meet the condition. So he keeps him bound. And so what we do is, because we got the wrong idea about praise, we'll praise him in the morning. And from, we get up in the morning, my devotional time is from 8 to 8.15. From 8 to 8.15 is the time I've set aside for God. And so, but 15 minutes, you tie him up. But before you leave the door, the strong man is loosed. You're going to work and wondering why you're still fighting because the strong man got in the passenger seat. Do y'all hear what I'm saying up in here? I don't have a devotional time. I have a devotional life. I need to be free to preach. I can't have my mind worried about stuff. I got to hear God. I can't have my mind wondering if things are going to work. I got to hear God. I can't be wondering if I'm going to make it. I got to hear God. I can't be wondering if we're going to get past this. I got to hear God. I need some stuff tied up because if it ain't tied up, Y'all going to hear preaching from a prisoner. There are two. There are two.
there are too many preachers standing on the pulpit and their armor bearer is the strong man. Y'all don't want to talk up in here. If you're going to be a leader, you better be a praiser. I'm telling you because you're a bigger target. You can't give ordinary devotion. There has to be a greater grace. Okay, we done. Bless the Lord. Keep him held. I thank God for it. You know what he did that's so powerful? He washed my mouth to see when to let him go. Come on, go ahead. That's what God is doing. God is just watching our mouth. Because it don't take nothing for God to hold him. He'll hold him with his two fingers. I'm, I'm going to hold him here. I'm just watching your mouth. I can keep him here. Because he ain't nothing stronger than a man. And I'm even not a man. But stay there. Oh, he, he's holding him like this, looking at our mouth, saying, how long is he going to be here? Today, but tell your neighbor, bind up the strong man. Some of the strong men can be bound by name. Many strong men are bound by praise, but some of the strong men can be bound by name too as well. Some of these strong men have names. We're going to bind them today in the name of Jesus. We're going to bind them and tell them to come out in the name of Jesus. Even right now. Amen. I'm going to bind these. These are, de- these are strong men that I'm naming by name. Once you have submitted to the strong man enough, the strong man has access to your personality. The strong man ain't just telling you what to do from the outside. He's giving you instructions from the inside. If you listen to him enough, he gets to move in. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And so there's some strong men we have to bind by name. I bind the strong man of legion in the name of Jesus. I bind legion, crush him and grind him into powder and command him to come out of God's people. I bind Absalom right now. I bind him, crush him, grind him into powder and tell him to come out of God's people. I bind Belial and tell him to come out. I bind Jezebel, tell them to come out. I bind Lilith and tell her to come out. I bind Delilah and tell her to come out. I bind Ahab, Rahab, and Nimrod, and I tell them to come out. I bind Baal and Apollyon, I tell them to come out. I bind Abaddon, Orion, and Mammon, I tell them to come out. I bind Oris, Asmodeus, and Bohemoth, and commanded to come out. I bind Beelzebub, water spirits, and mermaid spirits, tell them to come out. I bind werewolf and vampire, all serpent spirits, uh, and command them to come out. I bind cobra, black mamba, and black widow. I bind you. I, I disarm you. I strip you, and I command you to loose every man, woman, boy, and girl in this place right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I need somebody to give God a praise right there.
I thank you that the God that delivers is here. I thank you that the finger of God is here. I thank you that the kingdom of God is here. I thank you that the God that is stronger, that breaks yokes and destroys chains is in the room right now. I thank you that the God that casts out devils by the spirit of the living God is in here right now to preach good tidings to the meek, bind the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captive, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Be loose. Be liberated. Be freed. Be loose. Be liberated. Be freed. Be loose. Be liberated. Be freed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Everybody stand to your feet. Today is the day we do the strong man in. Today is the last day the strong man bests us. God said, I need you. I'm going to give you a moment because I hear prophetic instructions. And God said, I'm going to give you a memory over the last five years of all the yeses you dropped because of the strong man's attack. God said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit's light to find those yeses that were canceled by the strong man. And give you grace to pick them back up today. And this time you won't just pick them up. You'll carry through. God said, and my yes will reflect your yes. When you complete your yes, I'll complete my yes. And the Lord says, my yes is bigger than yours. My yes takes up more space than yours. My yes shall come good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. My yes will cause your cup to run over. In other words, what I'm releasing will run. It won't just be in one area, but in all areas. You're going to run over with my yes. I'm putting a yes on every side of you. I'm putting you inside of a place called yes and amen. To the glory of the Father. Just for one moment, I need you to look at the yeses that the attack canceled. God said, I need you to see those yeses that the attack canceled. Come on, just take a moment. Come on, Shemansi Reban Sotoboko Commander the Bahanda de Rebo Shikanda Raman Sata Honananda Bahaya. God, I'm not saying yes, but I've been satisfied without fighting. I've gotten comfortable with the fact that I didn't have to fight so hard, even though I'm not where I told you yes to. If that's you in this place, 
picking up my yeses and I'm picking up my weapon called praise with it. If that's you in this place, I need you to come to this altar. Come, come, come. Come on, 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 come on,